Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm your host, Jill Mokes, and I am so pleased you're here again with me this week. This week's episode is one that I've been meaning to record for a while now, and it just came up again within some client work. And I just thought, you know what, this is something that a lot of people are going to relate to. And the topic for this week's episode is overthinking and how overthinking could be really holding you back when it comes to growing your business and also when it comes to your own kind of personal development too. So without more ado, let's dive straight into the episode. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes, and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week, via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships, and creating the abundant, full-fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. If you've chosen the path of entrepreneurship, then I'm going to tell you something now that is not going to be a surprise to you. You know this already. Entrepreneurship requires constant decision making. You will make more decisions as an entrepreneur than you do really in any other part of your life. There are just so many things that you have to decide. And I think particularly for those of us like me who come from a corporate background where, yes, we made decisions as leaders within in a corporate environment, but actually a lot of the really fundamental decisions about the business weren't made by us or certainly weren't made by us in isolation. But entrepreneurship, really from the outset, it's about being agile, being willing to take risks, being willing to make quick decisions, smart decisions. And so when you fall foul of this kind of overthinking trap, it can absolutely hold you back, particularly business growth. But it also really stops you exploring the fullest sense of yourself as a business owner. If you are stopping and overthinking every tiny decision, you'll find that you limit the number of things you try. You'll limit your experimental nature because overthinking things leads decisions to become too scary to have to keep making over and over. And I think once you understand how overthinking things is or could be holding you back, it really is the first step to becoming way more efficient, way more agile. I think agile is quite a good word for this, actually, because whether it's overthinking a decision 
to move forward, to take action, or whether it's overthinking something that you've already done and then kind of really harping over that decision. All of that is taking energy away from moving forward with the business, from making decisions around strategy, growth, around marketing, around sales, around your brand, around your goals. You know, if you're taking so much energy out and away from those things, of course, the growth of your business is going to slow up. Because what you're doing is you're not leaving any space for experimentation, for failure, for learning, right? There's one thing that overthinking can really hamper, and that is your ability to seize opportunities. There are opportunities that are going to come up for you in business that if you don't seize them with both hands pretty quickly, the opportunity will be fleeting it will go. And you're going to be left with that sinking feeling of why didn't I just go for it? And I think this is something that is just crushing for people who are prone to overthinking every single decision and getting really stuck. There's this fine line, isn't there, between due diligence and analysis paralysis. You need to make smart decisions. You need to assess whether an opportunity is a good opportunity or not. I get that. But the problem is overthinking can take you into this analysis paralysis. You spend so much time investigating every tiny possible outcome of a decision that the opportunity passes you by. And I think really successful entrepreneurs get that. They get that they need to tread that thin line, that balance between the two. And I think they also understand that sometimes it's better to make a wrong decision and learn from it than to make no decision at all. Because overthinking, it often leads to this excessive focus on potential drawbacks or failures, right? And that stops us taking any kind of calculated risk, which, let's face it, is really like the most fundamental aspect of innovation is being able to take a calculated risk and to be agile around that and to act fairly quickly and decisively. And that risk-averse mindset really can stifle any kind of creativity and innovation and, and, of course, business growth, right? So if you're, you'll know if this is something that you tend to fall foul of. And, you know, like I say, a lot of people do. If you're an overthinker, if you find it really hard to make decisions and even harder to make decisions in a timely way, you know, if you're one of those people that just needs so much time to consider every aspect of an opportunity or a challenge or a decision that you have to make, then there's a few strategies that I want to share with you that are going to help you overcome that. The things that I've just been talking about, you know, these perils of overthinking, understanding those is the first step, but really the next step is learning how to manage them. It doesn't just go away, right? Your propensity to overthink things isn't going to change overnight. But there are a few things you can do whereby the side effect of doing those things will naturally reduce this overthinking cycle. 
And the first one is, and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but the first one is trusting yourself to make smart decisions. As entrepreneurs, we need to build confidence around our decision-making skills. And that means we need to learn from past mistakes rather than dwell on them. We need to make it okay to get things wrong. It's okay for failure to happen, for things not to turn out the way you thought they were going to be. Errors, making errors are part and parcel of any entrepreneurial journey. It's really a non-negotiable. If you want to take an entrepreneurial path, you have to be okay with sometimes getting it wrong, with making a mistake, learning from it and moving on quickly. Dwelling on past mistakes is really, really destructive to your progress. So practicing trusting in yourself to make a decision is the first thing. Make a decision and trust that if the decision doesn't have the outcome you were hoping for, trust that it's okay to just accept that, learn from it, and next time make the smart decision. Don't catastrophize. I think that's the real key. That's the first thing. It's trusting yourself and knowing that making mistakes is part and parcel of the journey. The second thing is around setting really clear goals and deadlines for yourself. Okay. Your goals really provide that roadmap, which really reduces the potential for constantly second guessing yourself. And then deadlines by their nature curtail the time you are making available for your overthinking and your procrastination. And, you know, having a clear deadline is going to really help you take prompt action. If you have everything in your business is open-ended, it's like, well, do you know what? I'm going to get to that when I get to it. If you're an overthinker, the danger is you're never going to get to it. So clear goals and deadlines, they really help you. And don't be afraid of setting goals. Remember, this isn't goals as we used to think of them when we were employed in it, perhaps in a corporate environment where, you know, smart goals were everything. This is your business. You get to set the kind of goals that are inspiring and motivating for you. They don't have to look like anyone else's goals. Okay. They need to be meaningful only for you. Clear goals, put deadlines with them though. If you're an overthinker, this is essential. You need time boundaries. Otherwise, you are going to ruminate. You're going to circulate around an issue, a challenge. You're going to just keep going round and round. So a clear deadline is going to really help. Another thing I want to touch on is practicing a bit of mindfulness. So this is the third thing. This is the third strategy, if you like, for overcoming overthinking. If you have some kind of mindfulness practice, and for some people, it might just be going for a walk. For me, I I love meditation. Um, I don't do it as often as I kind of keep telling myself I want to, but I know that it really helps me. It helps manage stress and anxiety. And let's face it, if you're an overthinker, that is a massive cause of stress and anxiety because we're doing the whole post-mortem thing. 
You know, we make a decision about something or we do something wrong, make a mistake, whatever, and we literally post-mortem it to death. We go over and over. And that is incredibly stressful. So a little mindfulness, a quick meditation, a walk, just going out into some fresh air, whatever being mindful means for you, try and work that into your daily practice because it's going to really help you. It's going to be time that you you can clear your mind where the overthinking has to take a back seat. And I think this is something that's super helpful to keep your kind of propensity to go over and over things. It's a really good way of drawing a line under it. If you notice that you've been doing it for a while, you know, you've been sitting there and think, God, you know, I've literally been sitting here for the last hour going over this. You know, I don't want to be doing this. What am I doing? Just literally taking some time out, a walk, a meditation, anything that kind of gives you a pattern interrupt and allows you to move on to the next thing is going to help. The fourth strategy I want to talk about is around cultivating a really supportive network around you. So if you can surround yourself and have a network of maybe it's fellow entrepreneurs, mentors, advisors, coaches who can provide fresh perspectives on things, give you advice, or maybe it's it's just like a sympathetic ear, that can be absolutely invaluable in keeping overthinking at bay. Now, I want to make a, a distinction here. What I'm not saying is that you need validation for every decision you make, and I don't want you seeking validation for every decision you make. But if you are someone who's prone to overthinking things, then really getting fresh perspectives around things or having someone just to bounce an idea off can be so useful. I know for me personally, I have a really tight group of fellow entrepreneurs around me and I think I would really struggle with this. I think I'm not a huge overthinker, but I absolutely know it's something that I could struggle more with if I didn't have such a supportive network of women that I can talk about my ideas with and just get a little feedback, a little, like I say, bounce ideas off people. Really helpful. And then the last thing is for those of you who have more than just you in your business, if you've got a small team, really genuinely delegating and trusting your team is going to help a lot. And this one is the one I struggle with. So sometimes when I do find myself overthinking something, it's often because I haven't delegated, because it often means that it's not really in my zone of genius. It's not really in my uh, wheelhouse. And that probably means that I'm not the one that should be doing it. So this is something that I work on with Lena and, and Emily all the time. It's, okay, why am I doing this? And we'll often then review our workflows and think, you know, is this something that I really should be delegating? Is that why I'm agonizing over this so much? So trusting your team to handle tasks or own tasks in, in their entirety really lets you focus on the more strategic decision making, right? And that 
frees you up from that burden of all the minutiae that can really lead to the overthinking, the, the procrastination, the endless kind of research or assessing of situations, right? So those are just a few of the things I wanted to share with you. I think overthinking is definitely something that a lot of us suffer from, but it isn't something that you can just leave unchecked because it can get quite out of hand. And I think I've seen that happen with people before where this we joke about this catchy little phrase, which is analysis paralysis. But I think there's something quite darker around that where left unchecked, it can really be very paralyzing and incredibly frustrating when you have goals and a vision for your business. But this habit of overthinking means that you're just not moving forward. You're trapped in this cycle of overthinking, being limited, not taking the decisions, not taking prompt action around things, missing out on opportunities. I think there are so many downsides of it. And like I said earlier, the whole crux of entrepreneurship is about being agile, taking quick decisions or making fast decisions. I think it's something that all successful entrepreneurs share is an ability to make pretty swift decisions because they're okay with getting it wrong. So if there's one thing I'd love you to take away from this episode is these decisions aren't life or death. This is not the end of the world. If you make a decision about a particular marketing strategy and it doesn't work, right? You just don't do it anymore and you move on. We've got to get used. We've got to get more agile. We've got to get a little speedier at making decisions, trying things out, experimenting, learning, tweaking, moving on. Okay. Well, I hope that's been useful. I think that's going to ring a bell with a few of you. If it's something that you struggle with, why don't you book a call with me? You know that I offer a free 60-minute business growth strategy session. So you are very welcome to book one of those with me. And in the meantime, have a really, really good week. And I'll see you here same time, same place next week. Bye for now. hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favor, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now. Bye for now.